What is up and welcome back to season two of Think Like Me or Don't. That kind of sounded like a like a like a rhythm, like a poem of some kind. That was kind of cool. Uh, my name is Brett Marno. I am your host, your uh, uh, philosophical ferryman, and really the depressed guy that's going to be on this end of the microphone uh, for throughout season two. I mentioned at the end of season one and last week with the season two preview, kind of what season uh, two is all about. Um, so I won't go too much into detail on that. I do want to just say a couple of things though at the beginning. Um, first of all, you're going to notice, especially in the early episodes, I'm a little bit all over the place. Um, and I, th I think if you, I think if you don't let that deter you from listening, uh, you'll realize some things pretty quickly. Um, I think if you can, if you can find it in your heart to let the, let it play and just sort of see the disjointed nature of the, where, where my mind was at, you'll see that some of the things that got me to that point were mistakes that I made not it's not stuff that I've done over the last two or three weeks, which is when this this has been recorded, but over the last two or three years. And I hope that listening to this, you can you can see those things and maybe pick out some some mistakes that you're making in your life and your business right now that will that you can if you stop doing will maybe help you to avoid being where I was over the last two or three weeks, uh, two and a half weeks is what three and a half weeks, is, whatever. Anyway, um, so learn from the stuff that I did wrong. And learn from learn from the pain. Uh, then, if we're being honest, the slightly overdramatized pain that I went through over the last couple of weeks of just trying to figure out: is this really for me? Is this something that I can actually do? And I promise you, if you get to the end, you'll see the you'll see it's sort of like a short little condensed redemption story um, where I've sort of fall to a place because of some bad habits, learned some lessons, and I think the the actions, the the fact that I recorded this actually helped me to to get through a lot of the stuff that was happening. So um, I'm super excited. Uh, we're going to we're going to launch each of the episodes on Fridays as per the usual. So it's going to take, I think, another two months for it all to get out. But you should know each one of these episodes rec was recorded in real time. So over the course of the last two and a half weeks, two or three times a day, there's been little recordings. And so that's how it's going to be broken up. Some days there'll be one day, some days there will be a, some some episodes will have a couple of days worth of recording. Um, so check that out as always head over to anchor.fm forward slash think like me to drop in some comments some questions. Uh, I would love to hear back from people and, and hear what your experience has been. If you're feeling, if you're going through something similar, I would love to, 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 to hear about that. Um, also we have li listener support is on there. Uh, you're, it's going to seem like I need more listener support in the early episodes than I actually do. So, so don't worry about it too much, but, uh, without any further ado, I will turn you over to me two and a half weeks ago. Get ready for some depression, people. Have fun. See ya. Hey, what's up? And welcome back to season two. Uh, my assumption is that just now, if you're listening to this, you will have heard my introduction as to what season two is all about, why there is a season two, why I decided to split it up and, uh, what I'm going to be doing. So instead of going too much into the backstory, I'm just going to get to it. So day zero, that's today. Uh, day zero, how do I put this? Day zero is uncomfortable because the day that you, the day that you lose that footing, lose your foundation, or, or at least feel like you're losing your foundation, is probably the hardest day. And I've actually, I've been here several times. Um, the first time was the day that Frank 
uh, told me that he was shutting down the education side of the business, which I found out later he didn't end up doing for another three or four months. Um, <clears throat> the second was the day that uh, it was the end of 2015, I think, 2016, 2016, when I realized that my main contracts at the time were going to expire at the end of the year, and I didn't have anything lined up for the next year. And then again today, today being day zero. Uh, this one has kind of been building, so today has been more about frustration for the fact that, I mean, at the end of last season, I mentioned a friend of mine who was talking about a client who had decided to not pay. I don't know if you picked up on this, but that was not, was not entirely true. I mean, every, all, the whole story was true, but it wasn't a friend of mine. It was a client of mine. Like, that was me, and it was my client that did that. And I got, I was incensed at the time, and then I just sort of became numb to it. But today was the day that the final nail in the coffin was pounded in. And it, it hit me. I, my, my, one of my strongest uh, assets, one of my strongest qualities is also one of my biggest weaknesses. Um, and if you're anything like me, it's, this, is, this is a lesson to learn here. I am so intense uh, about the things that I am, that I've taken on, that it's hard sometimes for me to look beyond what's right in front of me. And what I mean by that is, I spend a lot of time doing the labor of the business, like strategizing, building configuring, iterating, that kind of stuff. I don't spend very much time on the uh, on the process of planning for the future in terms of my own business. And I think part of that is because I like the idea of leaving myself the option to do whatever I want to do in the future. Meaning I don't really want to define my business too much because my expertise and my ability go so broad and any project that comes across my plate I know I can do a better job than anyone else um, just because just time I mean that's what time has told me and yet um, because of that because of my ability and my predilection for going deep on things you know I just end up in Situations like I ended up in today, where um, I was literally on the phone. This is this is so annoying. And uh, to be honest with you, I'm gonna during the course of this season, I think many many times, I'm gonna catch myself uh, catch myself from trying to go too much into like business lessons and just try and bring it back to the personal. So like right now, I kind of I kind of started to go into like business lessons which let's be honest right now in this moment today I'm like the last person anyone should take business advice from marketing yes but overall business strategy and those type of things like probably not the best person to be talking to don't have the best track record 
But on a personal note, today, today, it it was almost like from a movie. I I literally was this morning. I got an email from a prospective client that was going to come on that I was hoping might kind of take the place of this client that I figured was going to leave. Like I knew it was coming, it was impending, but I just didn't. I just did, I was kind of keeping myself from the fact that the shoe was about to drop. Um, but he emailed me and he said, hey, can we chat? I just want to nail some other things down before we move forward. And I was like, sure. We set up a time. It was, we're going to chat tomorrow. Um, and then um, Capital One called. Now, Capital One financed my car loan. And so they've been calling because if you've been paying attention to the last couple of episodes of season one, you know that I have no money. Like, not that I have access to anyway. Because I switched over to the business account and I haven't had a chance or really had the money in the account to really run a full payroll. So, anyway. Um, No money. That means I haven't paid my bills. Well, what happens to creditors when you don't pay your bills? Well, they start calling. And I made a mistake the last time this happened where I just sort of ignored the calls. And more recently, I read an article that said the last thing you want to do is ignore the calls. Like, pick them up. Those people want to help. And it's true. The lady that was on the phone, she actually wanted to help. So I pick, I pick up the phone, and I was like, hey, this is Brett. And she said, do you know that you're behind on your car payment, right? And I said, yeah, I know. And she said, do you, what's, what's going on? And I said, no, I, I know. I have some, some business things that aren't really working out. I have really, at the, at the, in that moment, the problem wasn't that, I, that the business was falling apart. The problem was that he hadn't paid yet, and because I had transitioned banks, the funds that were supposed to get deposited into my personal account hadn't yet. And so the money was in the business account, and more was going into the business account, but I hadn't been able to make payroll yet. That's all it was. So I told her that, and she said, okay, okay. So she puts me on hold. And like I said, just like a movie, in the two minutes that she had me on hold, I got an email from this client's assistant basically terminating the relationship. Um, and it's my own fault for obviously for not building in any sort of buffer room in the contract. Um, but about 30 seconds after that, I got an email from the prospective client from tomorrow, canceling the appointment, saying that he had found somebody else he was going to go with and it wasn't going to work out. You can imagine the emotion that hits you in that moment. You just, well, or the lack of emotion, I just sort of went numb. You know, I've been talking about my face. My face has been numb the last couple of days. And it was like that numbness spread to the rest of my body. Not very comfortable. It was like a sinking pit in my stomach. And yeah, not, not pleasant. Um, but I'm, I'm going this time. In, in the past, what I've done in these situations is I've, I've waxed dramatic. And I'll go to a place in my head where I think, well, I'm not cut out for this. Um, and I become very self-destructive. And I start thinking of like ways to pull the ripcord, metaphorically speaking. How can I like get out of this? 
How can I quote unquote retire from this world? This is the world I want to be in. And it hit me. Uh, there's been some some things I've been paying attention to the last couple of months about failure and about you know uh, learning from mistakes and stuff like that, and uh, realizing that if you dwell on your failures, then they become failures. Otherwise, they're just choices. And so today, it's been like a roller coaster of emotion, just feeling inadequate, feeling like I'm not capable of doing anything, feeling like, why would I, you know, what, what good am I doing to sue in this relationship? Like, if this wants to go someplace, how am I going to be able to provide in the future? Um, same thing, like, with even with the dog, with Wick. Like, I can't... Sue had to lend me money to buy his dog food this month. Not that that's the first time that's had to happen, but it just... It doesn't do wonders for a man's spirit, so to speak, to, to be put in those, those types of situations. And, you know, and I've just got... I'm just in a hole, financially speaking. And we're not even... Ta- I mean, we haven't talked about the tax hole that I'm also in because they're just dumb decisions that I made. Now, and then add that to the fact that my face is still numb. I still can't feel my tooth. And now it honestly feels like all of my sinuses and the blood vessels in my face are one just giant sack filling up and there's pressure and I can't touch anything or I can't sniffle. I can't really do anything. It just creates for a, an unpleasant experience to put it lightly but um, I am choosing to allow those feelings to pass because a couple of things number one I know that I've never come across a problem that I couldn't solve for someone else Um, I've never been in a situation where let a problem best me except obviously when it comes to my own problems I give up fairly easily on my own problems and so I am choosing to exercise faith in my own ability to solve this problem to come up with a solution that's not only effective and long term but um, but that I can be proud of you know and that doesn't necessarily mean the next thing that I do is going to be it What it means is I am not giving up on me. Um, Now, I don't know how I'll feel tomorrow. Um, I do know that I feel... It's like, if any of you have watched any of my fights, there's only five or six of them, I forget. But if you've watched any of my fights... I have a tendency to get beat up the first couple of rounds. The first like round and a half. If it's if it's not a, if it's not one-sided, it's even. Um, and I tend not to really come out that strong until the third round. And I feel kind of like right now I feel like we're in the rest between the first and second rounds. Um so, I guess to explain that, I feel beat up. I feel tired. 
exhausted actually. I feel like I have a pretty good idea of what's happening, but also I feel like my opponent is still very strong. And I feel like I have a round in front of me that is the hardest round. The second round is always the hardest round. And so I have this anticipation of further difficulty, but also I know what I'm capable of in the second round. And so while there is a little bit of anticipation, a little bit of fear, there is that fuck it, let's do it mindset that uh, is also prevailing. And that's where I'm at, you know? I'm not afraid. Not afraid in the sense that I'm not going to move forward. I'm not I'm not going to bow back down. I'm not going to give up. Um, I'm going to solve this. I'm going to figure it out. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's a little bit discouraging and frustrating to be where I am right now. Because, I mean, how do you know? Now, I think one of the things that, that always comes back to me, and I'll talk more about this later, but I just... I've been doing this a long time. And for someone who's been doing this for as long as I have, and for someone who is as valuable as I know I am in this space, for me to constantly and consistently be on the brink of bankruptcy, for lack of a better term, it's a little bit like annoying. Um, but at the same time, you know, that's, that's a, a lack of proper application of my talents, I think. I think I've been too, too focused on the wrong things. And I don't really know what the right things are right now. It just occurs to me. I don't really know what I'm supposed to be focused on, but I know that um, there is more work to be done. So we'll see where we go from here. Anyway, day zero. Only can go up from here. Peace. All right, what's up, day one? What I'm gonna start doing for this is every day in the morning, I'm gonna give a report on my balances just to show the progress and to show like the reality of where we are now and the progress of where we're going to. So as of right now, I have negative $12.09 in my personal checking account, uh, which is a mistake. And I actually do have, I sold off some Bitcoin that I lost money on. Anyway, so that's gonna be covered. In my uh, business account, I have $643.07 with an invoice of $1,000, an invoice of $750, and an invoice of $300. That should be coming at some point this month, or this week, I should say, hopefully this week. Um, so, like I said, we're not quite to like the $0 across the board level, but at the same time, I do personally owe a bunch. I'm behind on a car payment, behind on a bunch of other things and I have to put together rent money which will be due next week so anyway that's where we're at zero or the negative a slightly negative balance on the personal account 640 whatever 45 dollars in the business account we'll see if the score goes up or stays the same tomorrow
What's up, everybody? Welcome back. It's day one. Day one in the morning. I'll be honest with you. I didn't. I slept better last night than I've slept in a long time. I think most of that's because I wrapped up Wick's foot, and part of the reason why I haven't been sleeping is because he has a cut that he keeps licking, and so I have to listen for it. But also, I think just the there's something satisfying. There's something weirdly satisfying to me about the unknown after a after like a major life shift. Like breakups to me. Well, not that I've been through any breakups in my life, but breakups are like that. Every time I've left a job, it's been like that. It's just like this relief. Like the responsibility is gone. I don't have to deal with them anymore. And all that, all that effort and time that you put in trying to make it work that ended up being for naught is now gone. You don't have to worry about it anymore. But, well, and I, before I go to the but, in addition to that, um, I woke up this morning to an email. Go. From the from that same client that, uh, for all intents and purposes, fired me yesterday, saying, hey, it was great working with you together again. Let's definitely keep in touch. And then he said, I think we just need more of a personal touch for where we're going. And I was like, I don't know what that means. And I'm honestly, like, tempted. I'm like, I'm debating right now whether I just never speak to him again, ever, and just never respond to anything he says, or um, if I respond back to him and say, no, dude, you don't need a personal touch, and we're not ever working together again, so don't contact me. Because I can guarantee, with about 80% accuracy, I can almost guarantee, he's gonna email me in like two months, three months, Maybe longer. Maybe it'll be like the first of the year. He'll come back to me and he'll say, hey, can you help me fill Relentless next year? And I'm going to say, nope. Because <sighs> I can't have that kind of inconsistency in a client. Anyway. In other news, after that, um, uh, after the whole thing went down, after I recorded last night, um, Went back home, and I was on Facebook, and another dude was, like, looking for a part-time Infusionsoft implementer. And so I just, like, pitched him in a short little Facebook response. I just said, hey, I've got a new service that's kind of like that. You get an expert for the cost, essentially for the cost of a, of a part-timer. Just shoot me an email if you're interested to talk about it. He did. So I set up a call with him. I'm going to talk with him on Wednesday. Um, and so that'll be kind of cool. I, I'm a little wary, though, that he is himself an agency. And so I don't know. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see sort of what happens. But... Um, Anyway, that's where that's at. You know, waking up on day one 
I honestly thought I would feel a little bit more, a little bit more of that pit in my stomach that I felt last night, yesterday. But I actually feel fine. I think that speaks to the fact that, like, this is where. Actually, I got it this morning. One thing that, that sort of stuck in my head. Another friend of mine uh, had a post on Facebook that was like, "I haven't had a job since whatever he said, 2001." He's like, "I've." I've uh, always been on my own. He's like, there have been times when I've said, oh, look, I only have $28 in my bank account. And you just, you just figure it out. And I feel like that's the perfect embodiment of where I am right now. It's like, oh, I don't have any money. It's not true that I don't have any money, because I do. I do have some money. I have some coming in. And I have the potential to make more. Um... I just get caught in these little, these little in-between scenarios. So, today is going to be about sourcing. First thing you do, or at least first thing that I think you should do when you, when you lose business, is go and find new business. So, I'm going to spend some time today looking on Upwork and looking through Facebook and just finding people that are looking for help. You know, on a personal level, I just feel like a lot of the, a lot of the, like I feel like there's something that I'm not doing, something, something with business, like I'm not leaning into it heavily enough, maybe, or I'm not. It almost feels like it's like the feeling of not committing. Um, although I don't know, in my head, I, I think I'm committing fully to it, but I'm wondering partially if. I'm trying to have my cake and eat it too, so to speak. Like this new offering. Uh, why this new thing with the apprenticeship? Offering the, the low cost for a long term. Like, I don't understand. But that might end up biting me in the butt just as bad as what I've been doing. You know? And in theory... In theory, it actually solves the problems because it gets me, eventually, it gets me out of the doing and just into the consulting. But what, I, what I'm struggling with and what I kind of figured out in the back of my head is I don't know that that creates for a long-term solution because once, once I get that person, those six months, eight months in, I'm only making $1,500 maybe if I can keep them to 15 hours. I'm not making that much month and so it's almost like I wonder if it makes more sense for me to like I don't know I'm wondering if I'm wondering if it doesn't if it's not a better option for me just to go and find either less either a few people to pay me a lot every month and I'll just do it myself and outsource some stuff every once in a while or if it makes even more sense for me to figure out a way to handle a bunch of clients at once. Like, I wonder if it doesn't make more sense for me instead of instead of approaching the whole thing as like, I don't know, instead of approaching it as trying to differentiate myself among the services world. I mean, I do believe very strongly that people are overpricing their services. 
they're not very honest and they're not very like return centric they're sort of perceived value centric which I've talked about before but I don't know I think there's just something there's something going on where I'm not exactly sure whether my approach is spot on or whether I need to shift it and simplify it like if I think about my like one of the problems that I run into a lot is the hourly model makes it very easy for me to justify what I'm billing people obviously I have some emotional constraints where I know how much somebody has made because of what I did and so I don't want to bill them for the full time but if I actually invoice somebody for an amount it's because I did those net number of hours of work and that out that number of hours of work we agreed meant a certain amount of money and so maybe I just need to get go back and get better at keeping track of time um, and just billing more hours you know maybe maybe that's really the issue like this month this month is going to be about sourcing new clients um, that I can bring on for next month it's going to be about um, uh, finding more billable hours so working more I got a bunch of stuff I need to do for a couple of my clients that I need to make sure I get done before the next before the end of the month basically really before tomorrow um, and I have a couple of clients I have one client right now that I've they prepaid for some stuff and I've done it and kind of exceeded that time wise and so I need to get them either to re-up or to get onto a subscription or something so there's definitely a lot of of options but I don't exactly know I don't exactly know what it's going to be oh oh Oh, here's what I, here's another thing. This is coming at the very end of this. In fact, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to cut this segment off. I'll re-record the first bit, which is going to go right before this. And then we'll go from there. Anyway, I'll, I'll check back in with you this afternoon just to see where we've gotten to and if there's been any changes. And then we'll talk again in the evening. It's day one, y'all. Peace. Hey, what's up? Welcome to day, uh, what's today? Day one afternoon. Best takeaway, Cal. Man, it's crazy. Roller coaster of emotions, even just in one day. Um, how things can shift. Woke up this morning very, very uh, calm and collected and ready to sort of attack the day. And it's it's just crazy. You know, you you get communication from people. You get emails and texts and stuff from people and it just affects the way that you the way you look at things and when you're when you're that close to the brink for I mean it's, I know that's a dramatic way of putting it but when you're that close to the the edge of your your finances I think it makes sense that you would that you would be it would be more of like a roller coaster sort of up and down um, there were some good things uh, I got um, well, I'll start with the, the bad news of the day, and then we can go. No, no, the guy didn't end up showing up. 
Sorry, I just lost my train of thought. So start with some of the bad things from today. Um, we obviously didn't make any new money. Um, no new invoices being paid. Uh, so no new cash really coming into the business. Um, not really moving anything forward from a client perspective. Uh, I did set up, reset up an Upwork profile. Technically, I'm going to have to start from scratch. I did have a little bit of a profile that I was using before that might have I might have gone back to, but I just figured whatever. I'll just um, I'll just set up a new one. Did get it set up, and actually, I have managed to process some transactions. Although I so I got an email from the tax people, and essentially, I might have to I might be able to be I might be eligible for some like uh, relief programs but the problem is I might have to be under federal tax lien which could be a problem so that created sort of some anxiety earlier today and it's you know it's, it's just crazy like like I said I woke up feeling pretty calm feeling pretty collected and then you know, this morning had some of these little experiences. And the funny thing is, I remember feeling upset, but I don't actually remember what specifically I was upset about. Because <laughs> so the good thing that happened today, like finally got the business debit card, which is amazing. So I can start actually paying for some of the business stuff and moving them off my personal card. Um, I should tomorrow be getting I mentioned earlier that I dumped some of the Bitcoin. So I should be getting a little bit of cash coming into the personal account for that. Um, and then hopefully I can bill these customers today or tomorrow. That should move that all of that stuff forward. Um, but yeah, it's you know it's it's a bit of a roller coaster. And I, I you know I took a personality assessment. Like right now I'm debating whether I should go back to these, this, this team, uh, team of people that are finding me a personal assistant, a VA essentially, because, because I, like I realize the value in getting one right now, because it's like I mentioned, I think I met, tried to explain this a little bit before, but I'm doing a very good job of it. I, I, I do better when I can focus my energies. My face hurts when I talk. Um, I do much better when I can focus my energies on um, like the delivery, right? Or, or, or at least just on one thing at a time so that I'm not having to shift and put on a bunch of different hats, you know? So like, Today, for the most 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 part of today, I needed to shift into my discovery mode, right? Finding new business. But the problem is, you can only do discovery for so long. And what I've what I've found in the past is that I do the discovery until I have enough. Then I do the delivery, and then something happens, and then I have to go back to discovery. And it's like this vicious cycle. And so I almost think. 
like even though the financial situation is bad, I almost think it makes more sense for me to move forward with the VA and have that person's primary responsibility be getting me on the phone with more people, almost like lead gen. But really, it's just scouring Upwork and scouring uh, like Facebook and LinkedIn um, and finding people who are looking for what I do and then chatting with them. Um, but at the same time, that's cash every month that I could use for something else. And I don't know if right now, like, just I don't know if right now is the best time to do that. I know when I when I left Ollie, and actually every time I've left any of the any of the positions I've been in when I've started to freelance, I always go back to the same place. Like I go, I get on Upwork, I put up together a profile, I start to put out some pro, some proposals, and I think to myself, I need to spend a certain amount of time every day creating proposals. But then the, the problem is once I have once I've won enough business, uh, my mind goes into delivery mode. And I get so caught up in what's the best thing to do for my customers that it becomes very easy for me to like leave that aside and not really deal with the generation of new business. Because you know, I get I get leads from from colleagues and people they'll they'll send business my way. So I'm not really hurting necessarily for lead generation, except when I am, like right now. Um, oh, this is, that reminds me. The, the, the thing, the unfortunate thing about today, so I'm in the process now, I thought, okay, I can create business, right? And I can bill at a fairly reasonable rate. So my ability to generate revenue is not really what's in question. It's my ability to generate revenue while I'm generating results for my clients, okay? Um, and, and generate new revenue while all that stuff's happening. And so it occurred to me that, that a business line of credit or a business loan might help for the sake of smoothing over payroll situations. Now I understand the best situation would be just to have cash <laughs> in the bank and not spend it all. Um, which we're working on. That's definitely the next step. But um, So I've been applying at various lending organizations to see if it's possible for me to get a $10,000, $15,000 loan um, just to cover a little bit of payroll until I can generate more business to cover everything, right? Just to kind of bridge the gaps, the gap left by an asshole client who decided he wasn't going to pay. Oh, and by the way, emailed me last night. I think I mentioned this earlier. But I woke up to an email from him saying, hey, it's good working with you. Hopefully we stay in touch, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so, so I'm wondering if, if potentially that wouldn't be a good idea. Um, but the problem I'm running into, it's like the chicken and the egg thing, or it's like what I talked about before. In order to secure any type of funding, and this all makes perfect sense to me. I'm not blaming anybody for their policies. I'm just saying I got 
the short end of the stick because of my own stupidity and because of this thing where I, I, get, I go too deep on which hat I'm wearing, right? So I hired LegalZoom to set up the, the business and to incorporate it. And I thought to keep all of the documents and filings up to date to make sure that I didn't lose my status, right? Well, I get an email back from one of these lending organizations saying, hey, we just need you to send us a screenshot of your, uh, the, the state, the Secretary of State uh, listings website saying that your current status is active or whatever, like your business is active. Well, I go to check in for the Nevada State Secretary of State and my business has been, my status has been revoked since like March of last year. And I'm like, okay. At some point it would have been nice to know that that was about to happen. Uh, but now I'm in this weird situation. I just emailed the guy and I said, okay, so here's the situation I'm in. Uh, it looks like it's revoked. It's gonna cost me $1,300 to renew it, get it back to active standing. Um, so my question is, I need money, and I realize this doesn't put me in very good, very favorable standing, but is it better for me to go and find some funding, pay that, then come back to you guys to get more funding? Or is there any way you guys can help? Is there something else I can provide you to show that I'm legit? Like I can give you bank statements, I can run down everything that's been done. Like my big thing right now is I might be, I might not be the best business like the best business person. I might not be very good at managing finances of a business and making wise business decisions, but that doesn't mean that the service that I provide isn't valuable. It doesn't mean that I can't generate revenue, which I understand is a hard, so hard sell to a lending organization to be like, look, I suck at managing money, but I'm really good at what I do. Because um, it almost seems like what I need is not money, but somebody to help me manage what I've got, which might be true. Anyway, most likely this next section is going to be so windy that I'm going to have to cut the whole thing, but it's kind of where I'm at. I'm just sort of, um, like, it's just kind of frustrating because I, I think they're, <laughs> I just have to like force my way through and obviously this is a learning experience and obviously that my approach to running my business is, is wrong and that's fine I'm not so proud as to think that it should have worked just because it was me but I also you know I also feel like there's something to be said for the attempt for the effort maybe not maybe that's my real problem maybe I'm the guy that bothers me that is expecting to get credit for trying expecting to get credit for effort when really all that matters is results which is dumb because I've made a big deal of late about the importance of results over perceived value Meaning it doesn't matter what you say you can do. It doesn't matter 
how long you've been training or what your pedigree is. All that matters is what you do right now. All that matters is your ability to generate results. And uh, if you can't do that, then frankly, you're not worth anything. Yeah, I think that might be where I'm at. That might be my problem. <sighs> That's annoying. Anyway, I'll check back in with you later tonight. Hey, what's up? And welcome back. This is day one evening. This is the, uh, the nighttime version. Oh man, I'll be honest, I am having a hard time processing a lot of what's going on. Like I feel myself, I feel myself starting to slip slide into like the emotional like letting the emotions sort of take over with what's going on but at the same time I find myself like holding back almost like I'm numb to it you know I guess in, a, in good some good positive things move forward I um, submitted a bunch of proposals on Upwork Although, looking back, I probably overbid, drastically overbid on all of them. But, I don't know, maybe that's not as bad as it seems in my head. Um, good thing, got the, it's nice to like, Really, it's really hard to <clears throat> find the confidence in yourself to do the things that you know you need to do and to really push forward and make the thing happen when the other people's confidence in you visibly is shaken. Like, doing, I'm doing everything. I mean, it's. It's only really, I guess it's been more than a day, but since since I've started really considering this to be an issue, it's only been like a day, but I don't know. How many, I guess the, the question keeps coming back, how many, um, how many times is this gonna happen, right? How confident am I in my own ability to overcome this hurdle? Well, I'm always confident. I'm always confident in the future and my ability to overcome obstacles. I've never come up against a problem I couldn't solve. But it begs the question, am I really solving the problems or am I just really good at putting them off? You know? Like, is my, is my real talent uh, a, a unique ability to make, to basically put problems on future breath. 
create more work for him at the expense of, well, basically just living too much in the moment, you know? Like how much, and like I'm trying to not let myself get down because I know that I've read enough books and enough articles to know that um, being too hard on yourself can be, I, being too hard on yourself can be detrimental to your ability to actually overcome the problem. But at the same time, I have to look around myself and think, what is it? Not that it matters what it looks like, but what does it look like? Like if I, I found myself in standing in judgment of someone who was in the same situa situation that I'm in now, same-ish situation. And, you know, the other thing too is everything has to do with the perception of what's going on. I mean, I could, I could land a client tomorrow and suddenly feel like everything's fine. But I'm wondering if what's actually happening here is I'm being shown the underbelly of business and really of just of life, you know? that there's more to it than just, you know, the simple follow the rules, follow the instructions, and it'll all work out. I mean, I guess the truth is I've never followed the instructions. It's one of my problems. So I didn't believe in instruction. I find myself thinking of myself more and more as like, I think back like to medieval times, like what would my job have been back in a time when I'm, I'm not highborn, so I wouldn't be like a high up politician. I wouldn't really do well with a manual laborer or a soldier, I don't think, because I feel like I have, I don't have enough, I have too much pride. I, I question things too much, like I wouldn't be able to pay my dues, at least not starting it now. Maybe if I'd started when I was younger, that would have worked. But I just, I feel like, you know, maybe what it is, all this time, all this time I've been sort of kicking against the pricks, as it were, against the idea of having a job. And I don't really like the idea of having a job. I really like independence and I like the idea of autonomy and autocracy but at the same time I, I wonder if there isn't something this is again this is my rational brain trying to find avenues to a solution right so just feel this hear this out help listen while I feel this out and hopefully you can hear me over the sound apparently there's a fighter jet that's just decided to do circles right around our head, our house so hopefully it's not too loud in the background but what if, instead of me being, me needing to be running my own business, what if I just haven't found the right agency? What if I just haven't found the right place where my talents and my strengths are properly utilized and not 
abused, right? Because one thing that I've, that I've been thinking about too is, I wonder if the problem isn't so much an external one, but more of an internal one. Like I've never really been in a, been in a position or in a company or in an agency where I've been fully respected. And I think some of that comes because I don't fully respect myself, maybe. Like I don't really have, I don't really value my own time, my own energy um, in the way that I should. And so I squander it, maybe. Um, I'm not sure. I just, I do know that in the past I felt almost betrayed by people that I've hitched my wagon to, or rather, people that I've hitched, people whose wagons I've hitched to myself, because I think that's really what's, what's happened. I don't think that there's really ever been a time when I've joined a company where I was resting and they were pulling me. Jeez, that jet does not want to leave. I feel like every job that I've ever had, every traditional employment setup has been, I've been like a primary driver, but I think the problem is the things that I'm driving on are not always the things that the company wants me to be driving on, if that makes sense. I don't know. So maybe it's more, I, I think there probably is some more personal stuff that I need to figure out. It definitely means that moving forward, I need to be a little bit more business-like with my relationships and with contracts and new clients and less, like I can't really just expect everyone to have my back the way that I, that I think I have theirs because they don't. And regardless of whether I think they should be, I don't think it think it really has any effect. I don't think anybody else is going to do, nobody else is going to read my mind to understand what I'm doing if I don't tell them. Like that's part of the thing I think is I'm, I'm, I'm always hoping that the people around me are going to realize somehow that I'm going above and beyond. But I'm doing so, I'm hoping that at the same time as I'm not sharing with them what I'm doing, right? So, <clears throat> excuse me. So there's this, there's this sort of canceling out effect that happens where, you know, I feel like I'm doing more, I'm, I'm so dedicated to somebody giving so much of myself and they don't see what I'm doing because I think they're expecting me to do something else. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. It's weird how these, these sort of thoughts creep in. Um, but I mean, really at the end of the day, it has to do with everything comes down to, do I believe in me? I think that's what it comes down to. Of course, that's all 
That's, it, if it sounds like I'm talking like I read it in a book, that's because that's... I haven't figured out the solution yet. And so all I know is what I've read in books. And so... Maybe it does come down to me. Maybe it comes down to me finding myself. Maybe it comes down to the universe doesn't like that I've taken so many shortcuts and that I've tried to push myself beyond where I should be for the sake of whatever. I don't know. No, I'm just rambling. Just rambling, not really talking about anything in particular. I'll tell you what, though, it's not pleasant being in this position. It's not pleasant because I, I find myself avoiding what could be the solution to the problem for the sake of what it might look like. Like, part of it is pride. Part of it is I don't want to go crying to my brothers or my dad or my, my colleagues or my friends and expect somebody else to bail me out because of all the good that I've, you know, because I feel like someone, like they might owe me or whatever, or because they might feel like they owe me. I don't really want that. I want to, I want to pull myself up and out of this by my own bootstraps, as it were. Um, but unfortunately, that's keeping me from really putting myself out there and asking people for help. I mean, even today, I sent a message to some of my colleagues asking for a little bit of, just for if any, they know anybody that needs, a, needs some help. And immediately, it becomes clear what's going on. And that is, oh, Brett's running into financial troubles. And it, it's hard to separate in anybody's mind, it's hard to separate somebody's business acumen with their technical expertise. So it's hard to be like, oh yeah, I recommend this guy. He's good. He's brilliant. Blah, blah, blah. But he's not good at business. Or he's broke. Like, how do you... How in this game... How do you convey to someone else that you are worth what you're asking them to spend on you when you're flat broke. Like, I have a, I have like a moral problem with that. And yet, I also have a moral problem with not paying my bills. I have a moral problem with being in debt and being behind on payments. And so, you know, it's up down to choices. And maybe the truth is that more of us are broker than any of us let on, right? Maybe the truth is that I'm one of many and we just don't talk about it. I don't know. Most likely not, though. Most likely this is just the, the effect of a lot of poor decisions, bad management. It just makes me, it makes me look incompetent. And every once in a while, the thoughts and the feelings creep in that maybe I am incompetent. 
And I don't, on the, on the whole, I don't think that I'm incompetent, but I mean, how could you not think that? You know what I mean? How could you not go through, how could you not like, I don't know. How could you not lose business like that and not suspect that you might just not be cut out for it? And especially then you have other people. Some people you feel are saying that same thing and some people actually are saying that same thing. And you can't help but wonder like, maybe. But all we can do is go to bed, get some sleep, get up tomorrow and go at it again. This is like hunter-gatherer times. Now, instead of trying to go get some meat for dinner, my job is to get money in my bank account. So that's what tomorrow will be. A combination of following up on existing invoices, looking for new clients and converting the clients in the pipeline. So anyway, that's day one. Catch you tomorrow. That's it for episode one. Thank you for listening next week. You're going to hear me try and rationalize how I've gotten to where I've gotten to uh, in episode two, which takes place over just one day. Uh, I spent a lot of time rambling, trying to really nail down what I'm feeling and how, where, how I got to where I am. And I don't think I get there. Um, but uh, it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting, it's interesting to watch me sort of wander around trying to find the reason and find how it is that I can solve this problem. So I uh, hope you enjoy it. Remember, as always, anchor.fm forward slash think like me to leave comments or questions. I would love for people to uh, drop some audio comments in there that I can I can feature in season three or even if I do some little um, midweek uh, Q&A uh, on, on the particular episodes. I'm happy to do that. Also, we got listener support, so feel free to drop in a couple of bucks or whatever just to make it feel fun. Uh, we are on all of your major uh podcast platforms itunes google podcast spotify stitcher all of the other ones that i don't i can't think of right now so find us on find me i should say on your uh your preferred podcast uh platform of choice or just hit me up anchor.fm forward slash think like me we will see you next week peace out y'all